Good evening, or good afternoon, or good morning from Melbourne. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Song and a Chat. Those of you who've been here before already know the score and how we work it is. We're going to have a bit of a chat from myself, your host, as always, Pete Pascoe, um, and then we're going to have a song from the past, uh, an old demo. We'll pick out a nice old demo or a song we've recorded, I've recorded, and we have a chat about the song, and we might look at it from a songwriting point of view. We will. We will. And we'll uh, we'll just delve right in there and see where it takes us. I like to follow my nose here on this show. Those of you that have been here before know this oh so well. Today we've got a bit of a surprise coming up, and I'm looking forward to sharing that surprise with you very shortly. Um, I'm going to leap fairly much straight in there tonight it is a it's a brisk night in melbourne we are still in lockdown presently i would like to say uh just thoughts going out to uh anyone who is having doing it tough and there are a lot of people doing it tough at the moment with this covid19 thing going on so we are thinking of you uh from melbourne yeah okay um tonight's show is all about a song called game plan and um, it's a song that I wrote with Mr. Paul Dredge. I've, you've, you've heard about Paul in the past on these episodes. Um, I, I've written a lot of songs with Paul, and it's been a, a long, fruitful songwriting relationship, and it continues to be that, and it also continues to be extremely enjoyable. So I think we both fairly feel very fortunate for that. Now, tonight's song was written all the way back, I think, about 1994. It is song 600 in the songbooks, ladies and gentlemen, which is pretty ridiculous but true, uh, only because um, I forgot to put it in my songbook for some reason, and as the years went by, I thought, oh, must, well, where's that song? That should be in there. <laughs> so, yeah, um, 1994, and uh, I wrote the lyrics to this one, and... Um, I sent them off to Paul. When Paul, Paul at this stage was living in a place called Fongaray, up in the far north of Fongaray, up in the far north, north of Auckland, New Zealand. And I was in an, another part of the country at this time. And I was pretty keen to keep the songwriting partnership going. So now and then I'd pop some lyrics in the mail, or if we caught up, I'd give him a, give him a few to look at. So, um, you're about to hear the result of me giving these lyrics to Paul because Paul wrote the music to what you're about to hear. And what you're about to hear right now, without further ado, is the song Game Plan. Here we go. Rollin'. Feeling kind of flat and lonely like a cat someone left out in the rain The days are dragging by so slowly The clock stopped, there's numb pain I'm not trying to pull the plug on romance I've come too far Walk away now So why don't we bow now Ditch our current world And say ciao Groaning my head 
game plans in your hands. And find a new life, a game plan to take shape away from rumors run right. I'll say forgive me. Let's find an escape and hold me. Don't pull the plug. It's so deep. This hole. Growing in my head, a game plan like a book I haven't read. The game plans in your hands. Kind of flat and lonely, like a cat someone left out in the rain. The days are dragging by so slowly. The clock stopped. There's numb pain. Okay, so there you go. Game plan. I do hope you enjoyed that particular rendition. Nice recording, wasn't it? No, we really enjoyed recording that uh, that particular song. Incidentally, it is it, it sounds a bit better sound quality than some of the other ones we've had, doesn't it? That's because it was recorded in a studio, and you'd have to call it a demo, really. Although we released it as an album, um, the album's called Lost in Time. You can find it on Bandcamp, Pete Pasco and Co. Check it out. You'd have to call it a demo. I was just saying that because. We recorded the whole album in two days, and that includes the mixing of the album. Um, And these were songs, uh, the title track, Lost in Time, kind of summed it up because these were songs that Paul and I had written like a long time ago, and some we had never ever played since the day we wrote them, and some we'd sort of played a few times live and that sort of thing. So if that has piqued your curiosity... Lost in time it is. Okay, at this stage in proceedings, um, we do have something else happening tonight, which is pretty cool. Just before we do, I'm just going to leap into the lyrics here um, and game plan. Yeah, Pete Pasco and Paul Dredge. Uh, first line, it kind of sums it all up. I'm not going to go too far into the lyrics because uh, we've got something else coming up here. I'm feeling kind of flat and lonely like a cat someone left out in the rain. <laughs> And that was exactly the way I was feeling at that stage. Yeah, yeah, it was a relationship that wasn't working out too well. And don't these, don't these sort of relationships, those sorts of ones, just can be a fountain of songs, can sort of spring forth. And so you can always come up with something positive. And and uh, I like to think anyway that perhaps this writing hasn't been just sort of therapy. I, I like to think we've turned into art. <laughs> Um, I'm just thinking about how much to talk about the lyrics here because I want to leave most of the time to what we've got coming up. Um, the days are dragging by so slowly, the clock stopped, there's numb pain. Yeah, not trying to pull the plug on romance. Come too far away to walk on our, walk away now. Why don't we bow now, ditch our current worlds and say ciao? 
Growing in my head, a game plan. Like a book I haven't read. The game plans in your hands. And on it goes. Look, incidentally, if you'd like to read the lyrics, you can do that on my blog, petepasco.wordpress.com. And normally I do analyze the lyrics a bit. But I'm not going to do so much of that today because today I want to mainly focus on the music. And the music was supplied by Mr. Paul Dredge. And what we've got here coming up right now pretty much is an interview. Yes, I conducted an interview with Paul just this afternoon about how the song came together. And um, I'm really happy that we did it. I'm really happy that I gave Paul the lyrics and I'm really happy with the song that Paul came up. Okay, you interested in what Paul had to say about the song? Why don't we roll it? Why don't we have a listen to that? Got a cuppa? Here we go. Enjoy. Okay, we've got a big surprise here today, folks. On tonight's show, introducing, all the way from New Zealand, Mr. Paul Dretch. How you doing, Digger? Oh, excellent. Excrement, I mean, yes. No, I mean, excellent. Yes. <laughs> Can't take I'm all good. <laughs> We've had a little chat already today via the you know, WhatsApp there, and I see you were down at the Foxton Beach in amongst the pines. Now, I was actually there with Digger this time last year, and it is a particularly peaceful place, isn't it? So, you know, the, the pine trees, they sort of almost act as giant sound absorbers, and they shield the wind. Is there anything in yeah. about your walk today, Digger, that you want to share with us? You have to close your eyes and take yourself. Oh, out. look, I I, uh, I, 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 I wrote a poem, actually. Um, I thought you might have. I had a feeling. <laughs> if, I, if I had my notebook on me right now, I could read it for you, but it's not with me. We can edit that sure, in. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, it was uh, it was beautiful. And as you say, the pines, um, it's like this natural uh, environment that uh, blocks out everything else. It's just cool. Very cool. All right. Now, I'm um, going segueing now from poetry to another form of words. Um, today's song, Game Plan, and, and was, the lyrics were by myself, and um, Diggy here wrote the music. And I've got a question for you, Paul. Uh, when I give you pages of lyrics to start a song with, what sort of things attract you to one page over another? Uh, often it's the first line, the sense of rhythm in the first line, and also uh, if it's uh, the sort of message that's coming through. So um, if, if I've got a sort of half a dozen lyric sheets, I'm going to just look through and see what if, if I can match the mood I'm in to the lyrics. So game plan was uh, was it just felt good straight away. Yeah, yeah, and that content of the first line, feeling kind of flat, flat and lonely, like a cat. <laughs> someone left out in the rain, I thought that one might appeal to you, which is why I, I think that is must be something other. Oh, this one will probably appeal to you because you've got an affinity with cats, right? Yes, and I often leave mine out in the rain, you're right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cat lovers, block your ears. Yeah. Not true. And, of course, of course, one must be careful how one sings that first line, as, as you proved when you <laughs> said the first line. It, it is flat, F-L-A-T, and lonely, feeling rather depressed, not overweight. <laughs> All right. Um, when you had the lyrics before you, Paul, do you remember how you started the song? That's a bit cool. That's a long time ago. It is a long time ago, but I think it was the riff that came. Actually, it was the. Uh, which is 
it just I was obviously um, I had the lyrics in front of me and I just played and that that came out um, and it's it's a it's a simple chord thing but it's got a pedal note a D on the bottom of everything yeah you know I know that because the Pasco band play this song from time to time and, right. and I play the bass so I'm holding D an awful lot on that bass. Yeah, yeah, you have to try, you quite had to make it imaginative in some respects. <laughs> yeah, and not getting too far ahead of ourselves for the song here, but as you've played that first riff, how quickly does it come to you? Do you start thinking about other instrumentation sort of straight away? Like, do you start thinking it from a drummer point of view, bass player point of view, or does that creep into your songwriting? No, no, really it was it was melody that um, came and I followed the age-old process of writing the notes above the syllables, essentially, what notes they were. And in those days I didn't have anything to record it on. So I, um, I did get a hold of some manuscript and just sketch out a few things um, because, yeah, I just didn't want to let it go. Luckily nowadays I've just recorded everything on the phone as soon as it happens in it. Yeah, yeah. In. Like, like this segue now nicely to our Tasman Bridge album that we did together. It was recorded much like that. Like I would, I would give a section of my song to Paul. I think we should make this another episode actually. It's just come to me. If we should do a Tasman Bridge we interview and do that. But just quickly, if I, if I had a recorded version of the song, Paul would set up his phone just on his way out the door to go teaching for the day, catch a bit of a riff. And they're right, that's got it, and away we go. And I do the same now with my so my piano pieces. If I'm on the fly, I'll just set up my iPad and have it recording on video. And it's just it was just so much easier to catch stuff, aren't it, isn't it, these days? Yeah, yeah. We're so so lucky. Uh, about the melody, um, did, did you just sort of float it over the top of the chords when you were doing it? Because I, I tend to do that a bit when I experiment with chords. Is that sort of... Yeah, yeah, kind of just... Um... <sighs> Almost humming, um, la da 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 da. Oh, I kind of re- repetition there, la da 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 da. And obviously, we, you know, every good song has a fair amount of repetition, so that you, you know, a little hook that that sticks in your um, sticks in your mind. And, uh, and yeah, it's a it's a very very straightforward, simple song, which is what I tend to write. The bridge just goes to a um, well, an E minor is thrown in there, so a two chord, if you like, in the key of D. Yeah, I was going to say about that. Did we, did you flow easily from section to section of the song? Burst. I get the feeling you might have. Yeah, it, you know, obviously the lyrics came to play there. I've crossed out a couple of things and I've added things. Mm. So I'd just like to say right now the game plans in your hands was uh, Digger. Thank you for for that bit. Yeah, which is interesting because I was about to say, and obviously I was doing the whole chorus. Game plan, doing that bit. And then I hit the last chord and I just like that. The game plans in your hands. It was a conduit back into the the verse chords. Yeah, right. So in that moment, it actually became your voice. Yeah, you, you took what yeah. I and, and that that came from some sort of subconscious realm. You just tap in the guitar, the game plans in your hands, and that's pretty yeah. cool because that that actually gave the whole all the words that point of focus. eh? Yeah, and it's and I think that lyricists need to be unafraid of that. I mean, you've been good enough to tell me I'm allowed to do that, and um, that's pretty good because you can't force lyrics to fit things. Sometimes you've got to do something else. 
Yeah, on that note, it's good to, if you're going to collaborate with someone, you, you've got to have that give and take, right? You get you have to go, right, this is how it's going to be, now do your thing. And it kind of kills creativity not to have that license to change things. On that note, you need an immense amount of trust, don't you? Yeah, that's right. You've uh, a trust, trust, sense of humour, and um, you would you just wouldn't do this uh, with anybody. You, yeah, it's a personal thing. Um, it's hard enough, uh, you know, reading someone your poem or whatever. You've, it's just that whole trust thing. You're opening your heart up to someone else, and to have them stomp all over your lyrics. Uh, can, could be quite dodgy. Yeah, I was just going to use that exact phrase. It's like some sort of creative open heart mutual surgery. It's like, here's mine. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, be gentle, be gentle. <laughs> it's so cool to be able to talk like this. And we, we incidentally, in case you're wondering, we, we haven't talked about game plan like this before. We, we have, of course, analysed our songwriting partnership as the years have gone by because it's become fascinating. It's something we'd actually done for a long time together, right? And um, a game plan just to sort of sit down and look at like this. It's pretty interesting what pops up, eh? Hey, I just got a question, Paul, in terms of listening back to the recording. Is there anything about that recording session or that recording that stands out for a good reason or is there some things that you would like to change? Or um, I, th- I think it's pretty good. I suppose one thing that I've... Um I suspect the structure, uh, if I was going to re-record it, there may be something uh, just shifting things around a little. I feel like maybe it goes to the bridge too soon or something like that. I can't mm. quite remember now. Mm. But, um, you know, our recording sessions are pretty legendary for being, um, you know, this, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, then it's done and, and it's sort of cast in stone. I mean, if we were doing this in a band live, mm. uh, we, would, we would modify it, obviously. Yeah, and, and then you'd find, you know, where you were completely happy. Mm. It's the best way to trial trial a song, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We, we, as again, we play this as a band. The guys like it because it's, it's sort of it's a very concise old chestnut. You know, it, it really is. It just we're in there and we're playing it, and the outside, and it, and it's all done, which kind of suits yeah. us as a band because we we start to get a bit sort of long with some of our you know, instrumentation, and that's the thing that carried away, and and also like say we're doing a gig and we actually need the song to carry on, we just stretch songs out a bit as you do, you know, take it up a key and play it faster. Whereas game plan is always for us as a band remain that oh this would be good, wasn't it? Yes, yes, it is, an, and that is a, a trait of mine. Same with poetry. When I've said everything I've got to say about it, that's it. You know what I mean? And sometimes yeah. I look at it and I think that's too short. But I'm not going to, I can't, I'm not re I'm not editing it. I'm not adding stuff because I've said what I want to say in the time that I want to say it. Yeah. So it's a, not everyone works like that, but I do find it difficult to, to try and, you know, add, a, say, an extra verse that doesn't have the same poignancy as the other verses because you can tell it's an add-on, you know. Yeah. What can I talk about now? I'll just, I'll just add something. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons our, our songwriting relationship has worked for so long is we're very similar in that way. When we write a song, folks, Paul and I are hunkered down around the piano and the guitar for about three days to nut one chord out. Oh, no, it's normally all over in about five or 20, five to 20 minutes tops. If it's not happening yeah. in 20 minutes, it's, let's face it, it isn't going to happen. I don't think there's too often that we've gone back, if ever. No. Hey, I've finally come up with a bridge from that song from, you know, the prehistoric ages. 
We never have. That's interesting, isn't it? That we haven't done that. It is. Yeah, and not. To, I guess if we set our minds to it, maybe we could do that. But it just mm-hmm. there's new songs to write. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, that has been fascinating to talk about a game plan like that and have an interview together. This is our first interview. I think it could be the start of a few. Who knows? <laughs> I, like, I, I think lots of bookends and game plan. I like how it started and finished with the same image. You went back to the first verse there. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I, I do like that too. I, I can I can see a video for, for that would be quite nice. I can see that poor old cat sitting out in the rain. Yeah, yeah. actually. Speaking of video, it's up on YouTube. There is one for folks on, on the upper game plan on uh, Pete Pascoe Art and Music. There's a video I've made of it. And when I was making it, I went with footage of us singing and playing. I desperately wanted to animate a cat sitting out in the rain going, yeah, thanks very much, guys. You know, I really, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't worry about me. I'm all good. <laughs> it's a perfect image, a cat sitting, I mean, cats and water. It's just, it's just perfect. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is a nice thing to be doing, man. This is really cool. I, it's been great. Thanks for allowing me to interview about this, Mr. Dredge. No problem at all, old chap. <laughs> I'd like to say, I like to tell a funny story on these uh, podcast episodes. And I'm thinking one here, but one about fishing episodes together called Thinking of a Bovine. If yeah. You ring a bell. Yeah. Are you going to allow me yep. to kick in there? Shall I start the story or? You, 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 you look, you, you, um, I've got thick skin. You, you tell it, you tell it. Okay. I'll, 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 I just want to let you know you'll have a chance for a comeback very shortly. All right. I've got another episode in mind. <laughs> okay. This one, we had, we had a really nice afternoon fishing on the Bahongana, but not before on the way to the river, you got to walk across this paddock and there were cows on that paddock and they took a bit of disturbing interest in Paul and I as we were walking across the paddock. This is on the way to going fishing. And didn't worry me quite so much because I, I had a bit more time on farms maybe, but I realised that those were not sort of human hunting cows. They weren't going to worry us too much. But they looked up and started coming, and Paul was pretty keen on getting across the paddock. And I admit it got me a little bit too. So we might have hurried across that paddock a little bit, fished away. And all this time in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm suspecting Paul's thinking, oh, we've got to get past that cow paddock on the way home. Anyway. So here we are. We've finished fishing for the day, and it's, it's getting late afternoon. We climb over the gate into the cow paddock, and Paul was slow getting over that gate. They look up, and these cows were all looked up collectively. And whether whether or not this is the time of the day that the farmer used to come along, maybe the cows normally get fed this time of day. I don't know, but for whatever reason, they took a bigger interest in Paul and I. And we're about third away across the paddock. Paul's looking. These cows are just starting to come. Vroom, here they come. And, and Paul's looking, and I'm looking, and, and Paul, you better get going. Here they come. And Paul takes off like Carl Lewis. He's gone. And they go, look at him, the cow right behind him. And he takes this almighty leap and nearly clears the gate, but not quite. And those two feet just hooked the top rail, and over he went. And oh my, that was a funny moment. How funny was it for you, Paul? Oh, absolutely awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I do remember. There was a lot of laughter being had. It wasn't from me, I don't think. I think I think you were in hysterics, and I think the cows were laughing too. I'm sure they were. It was some sort of joke. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I, I'm just glad I didn't land in, in a big pile of cow poo, essentially. Really? It, I had a bruised ego and a sort of slightly squashed face, but it, it wasn't. There was no squitchy landing, which was good. Oh, good. Can I just say that, mate, I wasn't far behind you over that fence in the end, <laughs> I'm not sure why they were so attracted. I mean, I'm obviously a very attractive. Okay, <laughs> along. Um, here we are fishing another evening on a very small stream. And do you remember that time that 
that with fly fishing, and I and I and I'm from Seahex, I'm acting it out, and I, I'm, I'm crouched down, and I'm seeing like about five really nice trout, and there's a nice little pool there, and I'm just swishing that line backwards and forwards. I, I need a bit more. I'm, I'm just easing myself backwards from the backside in the air, right? Can you remember what happened next? Ooh, yeah. You want to tell a story, mate? I'll let you have a Oh, mate, you, you leaned on that lovely electric wire. <laughs> it was just a brilliant, brilliant thing to watch, I tell you. Oh, it was fantastic. It was, it was a good zap from the fly rod going <laughs> up there. Like a hell of a shot. It was like being absolutely kicked by something. So that must have been just a really nice moment of... <laughs> yeah. That's a bit of revenge, really, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, look, folks, we've got plenty more stories like that where, it came, where, where that one came from, that's for sure, because uh, it's, it's great friendship, isn't it, mate? We were just saying the other day that uh, we're lucky to have um, a long, ongoing, easy relationship in terms of songwriting, and, um, and we managed to keep the friendship going really well with it as well. It's, it's, it must yeah. be a dear thing, eh, to go this long. Yeah, using the Tasman Bridge that we have to cross over mm. from the... Australia to New Zealand. Yeah. All right, mate. Yeah. Well, look up. Thanks so much for tuning in from New Zealand and uh, looking forward to some more songwriting via All that, good. that Tasman telephone or whatever it is, the Tasman Ocean between New Zealand and Australia. Thanks, mate. All sweet. Okay, we'll see you later. Talk to you soon. Au revoir. Au revoir. Yep. All right. <laughs> So there you go. That was just this afternoon that I had a, a catch-up with Paul. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that gave you a little insight as to um, how two songwriters can work together. Um, I found it interesting hearing what Paul had to say there. Um, well, look, we, we know each other fairly well. I guess you can tell that. And uh, from a songwriting point of view, folks, um, if you're a songwriter coming along looking for some tips... Here's a good one. Go and find yourself someone to write some songs with. And uh, if you can, really nurture that relationship. And it can really, it can. I was about to say it can really become something special. And it can. Um, I think you're going to find out straight away, generally, if it is something special. It, it just, it can happen just so, so quickly. I'm, I'm, and as I'm talking here, I'm just trying to think about what the first song that Paul and I might have written together might have been. Maybe, maybe that's a uh, subject for another episode. I, I think perhaps that's the case. Uh, instantly, that, and that, that second story there, um, now electric fence is something that is set up in some farms in New Zealand, particularly for the cows. It sounds terrible, doesn't it? But there's just a bit of an electric current put through the wire and sometimes just for a while because the cows get to know pretty quickly what's going on. They get a bit of a zap. You know, it doesn't sort of melt them, <laughs> anything like that. They go, oh, hello, okay, I won't go near that fence again. And they do pay a healthy respect to that wire. And uh, on some farms, I think there's a fair amount of voltage gets pumped through and that particular wire that I backed into that had a fair old whack I tell you particularly when I was so focused on the river all right now the focus of this particular podcast is a lot of music um, and I'd like to get back to that just now at the end here here we go (laughs) 
Alright, so here's the riff that Paul was talking about that he started the song with, yeah? That bit of bass is Paul as well, huh? Nice, eh? And here's the lyrics. Feeling kind of flat and lonely. The lonely cat. Like a cat someone left out in the rain. Yeah. The days are dragging and, uh, by so I enjoy slowly. bringing the piano in here. So from an arrangement point of view, here we go. The clock this bit. There's I, I stayed out of it till then, and here we go now. I'm not trying to pull the so that sort of thing is really, really enjoyable when you're playing I'll in a band, sitting back and letting so someone else sort of carrying it, and then you... A bit more there. So why don't we it is a nice, nice feeling to sort of add, add your part to proceeding. So again, this has sort of come about the collaborative thing. If you can find some other guys, some other people to play some music with, it is the best feeling. Yeah, and uh, if you're really lucky, you can find someone to harmonise with and sing with, like this part here. We go and. And that's uh, Paul's line that he put in there, <laughs> quite pointedly. <laughs> it's a nice feeling writing a song together. Can't recommend it highly enough. Okay, well I could talk about this song all day, and I, I pretty much have, haven't we? Uh, well, it's been a wee today. I do hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Something a little bit different, bringing Paul on board as well. Um, that was great fun. It really was. Um, so, yeah, again, if you've enjoyed that song and you want to hear some more like that, the album is called Lost in Time, and you can find that on Bandcamp, Pete Pasco and Co. You'll see that there. And the magnificent drumming was by our friend Earl Pollard, who is unfortunately no longer with us. Great guy, great drummer, and that was a great weekend putting that album together. It was so much fun. Um, so you're going right, right back to the very beginning now. If you're thinking about picking up an instrument, go for it. You don't know, there's no telling where it's going to lead. Um, one of the greatest things about playing the piano for me is it's somewhere I can go and I can just sort of sit down and play and just, just get lost in there. It's pretty good. And that led to, you know, writing some lyrics and further down the track, who knew I was going to meet Paul and write these write these songs with Paul. It's been it's been a real joy. It's been fantastic and I have really enjoyed sharing this with you today. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I'm looking forward to next week already. I hope you have a fantastic week. Um we'll leave it to the game plan just to take us out now. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you again. Pete Pasco signing out. Like a book I haven't read The game plan's in your hands